Hey there, and welcome to the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited Series. You're in the right place if you're an online coach or service provider and want to learn how you can leverage a podcast to sign more high-ticket clients and attract premium speaking opportunities. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, Podcast Launch Strategist and founder of Too Busy to Podcast, a podcast launch company serving impact-driven women entrepreneurs and coaches. Now let's dive into another episode of this limited series podcast. In this episode, we're digging into why you need solo episodes on your podcast. If you're here listening to this limited series podcast, I know one thing about you. You want to learn how you can leverage your podcast to convert more clients into your programs or courses and get booked as a speaker. And in order to achieve those goals, you need to position yourself as an expert, as an authority on your podcast. And that's where solo episodes are so powerful. But before I get into the whys and wherefores, I want to extend an invitation to you to book a clarity call with me. If there's anything that has come up for you in the first eight episodes that you, you know, would love to get some FaceTime and chat through with me, this is your opportunity. In this free 20 minute session, we can work through your one burning question or block and ensure that you walk away with the clarity you need to keep moving forward with your podcast launch. So if you'd love to get a spot on my calendar, click the link in the show notes and book your call today. Now back to today's episode. Solo episodes are invaluable for creating a more intimate connection with your audience, demonstrating your expertise and knowledge, and frankly, provides freedom for you to create content that would resonate most with your audience. But the truth is many business owners shy away from doing solo episodes on their podcast and instead choose to focus on interview style format. Now, I think a big part of this is because a lot of the big name podcasters do have interview style shows. And so as an outsider looking in, a lot of business owners feel like that is what they're supposed to be doing too to get success, right? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have guests on your show because there are many, many benefits. The biggest one being to build relationships with other experts in your niche, but to convert, to attract and convert your ideal clients through your podcast you need to be showing up as the expert. If you're not sharing solo episodes with your audience, how are they going to know that you can help solve their problem? How do they know that you understand what they're going through, their challenges, right? And most importantly, how are they going to know that you understand what's holding them back from getting the transformation that they want? So you need to create content that showcases your expertise and speaks directly to your audience. And that is the role of the solo episode in your podcast. Now, all the clients that I've worked with, bar maybe a couple, have created hybrid podcasts. There are some that have done a like completely solo podcast that felt good to them. But for the majority, they do a mix of solo episodes and guest interviews. Now, the guest interviews we are very strategic and I share with them what that strategy, what my strategy is, because I'm also very strategic. My main podcast, the podcast Amplify show 
has been designed as a lead generation tool for my business. And so I'm very, very picky about who I have on as a guest. As a matter of fact, out of all the bajillion pitches that I receive from people who want to be a guest on my podcast, I've probably said yes to one or two. Out of all the guests, I've probably had about 25 or 30 in the two and a half years of podcasting. And I would say at least 90, 95% of those people I have sought out myself because I am very, very strategic about who is a guest on my show. And I've passed on those same strategies to my clients. Now, in terms of the strategy, we won't go too deep into that in this episode, but what I will say is that a common mistake that business owners make, that I see business owners make when they launch their podcast is to invite their biz bestie, their coach, maybe even someone that does the exact thing as them. I've definitely seen this happen. Um, And while this is fun, you know, sitting behind the mic, having a chat with your biz bestie or your coach, maybe about something related to your podcast, maybe not. So whilst this is fun, you're just not going to get the results that you're looking for. So if one of your podcast goals, like we talked about in episode one, two, episode two, is to use your podcast as a lead generation tool and your first three launch episodes are conversations with random people, not you stepping into your expertise, stepping in, stepping up as an authority and showcasing, you know, specific topics as they relate to your offer, they're not, it's going to be a total mismatch. What you want and what you're doing isn't aligned. And when those things are aligned, you're not going to achieve results. And I see it all the time. Someone will DM me to inquire about my services and, you know, I'll give them some information, but I also ask what their podcast is going to be about and how they want their show to serve their business. Cause I'm, I work with a very specific type of entrepreneur based on the results that they want. That's my frameworks were created for lead generation, client acquisition, booking, speaking invitations or engagements. So if someone were to come to me wanting to use their podcast to grow an audience or to monetize their podcast through sponsorships, I wouldn't be the podcast launch strategist for them. So those are two key questions that I like to get really clear on before we go very much further in a conversation. And often those two questions, the answers to those two questions don't match up. So for example, a Pinterest manager who works with photographers wants to leverage her podcast to educate and convert them into her signature program. But then she wants to talk about the behind the signs of her business, the behind the signs of her life, her dating life, her friends, and a bunch of random stuff that whilst it's a great way for her audience to get to know her, I would say it falls more into a passion project or a hobby podcast rather than a strategic business asset that does the heavy lifting of marketing and visibility for you. And so my conversation with that person was like, you need to get really clear around how you want your podcast to support you. Like, do you just want to show up to the mic and have a chin wag about what you got up to at the weekend? Or do you really want your ideal clients to see you as the expert 
and to see you as the only solution to help them, you know, achieve success on Pinterest. Which one is it going to be? And I don't say that in a harsh way, but I think a lot of business owners think that, you know, I can show up to my podcast and talk about what I want to talk about, but then when they don't see results and when it starts to feel hard and they're starting to question, like, when am I going to get an ROI from this? They don't think about, well, you've not been saying anything on your podcast that would get a ROI for your business because it's not in alignment, right? So one thing that you'll come to realize once you start your podcast, you start, you know, start the process is how every little piece fits into another. We're now nine episodes in on this limited series podcast, and I've referred to topics covered in other episodes multiple times because it all connects. So knowing your why ties in with setting your goals, knowing your podcast niche fits into defining your podcast listener, knowing your ideal listener ties into creating a podcast brand that resonates with those ideal listeners. I could go on, but I'm sure you catch my drift. When a piece of your podcasting puzzle is missing, your show is incomplete and you will not see the results you want. And often when I speak with people, like I've done audits before where clients have not been seeing the results that they want. They've been podcasting for a year, two years, two and a half years. And they're like, what am I doing wrong? It's often because they've not had a strategy and they've not really thought about how the content ties in with their offer. I certainly didn't. When I launched my podcast back in 2021, my only goal was to create content because I hated social media. I created content. I just wanted a place that I create a content that felt good for me. But I'll be honest, my podcast was like the second cousin far removed, right? because I wasn't talking about my offers. Yes, I was teaching about podcasting. So that was my expert topic, but I wasn't, as I am now, I'm not driving people back to my offers. I saw it almost as a place to educate my audience, like how to do this. I've had a number of people reach out to me, say that they've started their show because of my podcast, which isn't what you're supposed to, that's not the nature of podcasting, right? We need to be a lot more strategic. It's a way for us to showcase to our clients that we know our stuff and this is how we can help them get the transformation that they're looking for. Now, I know that the thought of creating solo episodes can be a little intimidating. I know when I started sitting down in front of a mic, talking just felt hella weird. I think at one point I even drew like a a stick figure. (laughs) and stuck it above my Mac. And I was talking to that person because it is weird. I'm not even going to lie to you, but with anything new, the more you do it, the better you become. And that resistance in my experience, working with clients, that resistance is valid, right? Those fears, the the concerns that come up. Some clients have just felt like they've lacked the confidence to speak alone they were maybe afraid that they might not be engaging or interesting enough without having someone else to bounce ideas off of or share the spotlight with. Some were worried about not having enough content or, you know, running out of things to say during an an episode. We've talked a little bit about that. That's just not possible. They were afraid that their podcast might sound monotonous or repetitive. 
and they wouldn't be able to maintain their audience's interest without another voice or the other perspectives. And let's be honest, it's some could feel vulnerable, right? There's something very vulnerable, and this is the visibility piece that we talked about before, right? About sharing their thoughts, their ideas alone by themselves, standing by themselves, and it not being part of a wider conversation with one or more people. And as I say, these are all valid fears, all valid concerns. And if any of these examples resonate with you, I I understand, I get it, and I promise you that it does get better with time. I know it's a really cliche thing to say, but honestly, your confidence will grow thousands the more episodes you produce. Like I never would have thought, I remember when I launched my podcast, I had no intention of ever speaking, like never interviewing a guest because for me, I was the opposite. Interviewing other people scared me. I found that more intimidating than talking to myself in a mic and recording a solo episode. But now look at me, right? I've got maybe 30, yeah, 30 guest episodes recorded and they do really well. My my audience absolutely love them and I've continued to build relationships with some of those guests. But if I thought, but I too thought that my interviews wouldn't be interesting enough because I'm not a good interviewer. I thought that people wouldn't listen or that my guest would think that I was like dry, like drier than the Arabian desert. <laughs> but here I am two years on with over 30 guest interviews under my belt. And I get a lot of feedback from my listeners and my guests about how I conduct my interviews. So you've just got to start. Starting with those crappy episodes is just part of the process. But with every milestone you reach, 10 episodes, 20 episodes, 50 episodes, 100 episodes, when you look back, you're going to see the growth and your listeners are going to hear the growth and you'll see how far you've come. And yeah, you might cringe. I listen back to the first 10 or 20 episodes and it's like nails on a chalkboard. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, but I'm also proud of how far I've come. And this time next year, I'll probably l- listen back to these episodes and be like, oh, I wish I could re-record them. But look how far I've come. It's all part of your podcasting journey. But if you're really worried about doing solo episodes, here's a quick tip for you. You can just start off with short episodes. Honestly, there are no rules. Again, when we look at these big name podcasters with their hour long shows, three hour long shows or long episodes, we might think that we, that's the norm, like that's the standard, but it's absolutely not. Especially when you're podcasting for business, you need to really be thinking about your audience. Can your audience or will your audience sit down? Do they have the time to listen to a three hour episode? I certainly do not. My max is probably 30 minutes. Yes, I could come back and li- and tune in, but I list- I like to listen to podcast episodes in their entirety in one sitting. And so when my clients ask me how long episodes should be, my answer always is they they're as long as they need to be, as long as you're providing value to your audience. So if you can do that in 20 minutes, great. 10 minutes, even better. Like if you look through the catalog for this limited series podcast, I've definitely aimed for no more than 20 minutes, but some are five minutes, some are 10 minutes. It's really for as long as you can give value. Like you don't need to record 
an hour long episode just to, you know, just for the sake of it. Right. And there's something that, um, Heather Sager, who's the host of the, I think it's the hint of hustle podcast, but there's something that she said once that really stuck with me. And I can't remember exactly how she said it. So I'll probably paraphrase really badly, but it was something around your podcast being your stage and a great place to catapult your speaking career. And this hits home because as I said, I didn't plan to interview guests. It was just a way of creating content for my show and showcasing what I knew, my expertise. But I have been booked as an expert in, you know, or paid someone's paid me to speak to their membership. I have been invited to speak on other podcasts. And that's not something that I thought would be a result from your show. And so in terms of solo episodes, if you have loads of guest interviews, it's going to make it difficult, not only for your ideal client, but for your peer, or maybe, you know, someone who's about to host a massive conference with thousands of your ideal clients as the audience, it might be harder for them to really see or lean into your thought leadership if all you're doing is having conversations with other people. So I'll leave you with that, right? Your podcast is your stage and a great place to catapult your speaking career. Your podcast really is a platform that allows you to share your honest, unfiltered thoughts, opinions, unique perspectives without fear of your account being taken down, hello Instagram, or you being canceled, right? You can really showcase your expertise, your thought leadership, your authority, And the best way to do that is through solo episodes. I'll be talking about the types of guests you should have in your podcast in another episode. So look out for that. But for now, I want you to write down any fears or concerns that are coming up for you, any resistance that you might have around doing solo episodes for your podcast. And then I want you to grab the bull with both hands and plan and record a solo episode. Now, this doesn't have to be one of your official podcasts, like your launch episodes. This is just getting into the rhythm. So write a brief outline for that episode, and then I want you to record it. If you haven't got your podcast equipment as yet, that's fine. We can just do this one scrappy. Grab your AirPods, grab like your headphones, plug them into your phone, and record directly into your, maybe you've got the Otter app, or maybe you've got the Oh, what's the, the, the recording app on your iPhone and just practice. It doesn't have to be long. It could be five, 10 minutes, but what I really want you to take away from this is just getting into that feeling of recording a solo episode. It's going to feel weird when you first do it, but let's just take that first step. And then how about you share it with someone? It can be your biz bestie, could be your husband. It could be a friend. You can share it with me, right? Send it to info at too busy to podcast.co.uk or share it with me on Instagram at too busy to podcast and I will give you your props. And finally, give yourself a pat on the back for even doing it because it was super, super scary. Um, but you did it anyway because you are a badass. Okay. So that's your action step for today. Challenge accepted. If so, send me that recording via email or Instagram, and I'd be happy to give you some feedback. And a quick reminder that if you want to chat through anything that's come up for you in these first few episodes, 
you can schedule a free 20 minute clarity call with me and we can work through the block or any resistance, any questions that you've got. And if it feels like a good fit, maybe we can explore how I can continue to support you with launching your podcast. You can find the link in the show notes or head to toobusytopodcast.co.uk slash clarity. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited Series. Before you go, can I ask you a cheeky favour? If you took away something valuable from this episode, can you share it on Instagram? Just take a screenshot of the episode on your phone, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Too Busy to Podcast. I'll be sure to reshare it and shout you out on my stories too. The more we share, the more we can get this podcast into the ears of more online coaches and service providers just like you who want to leverage the power of podcasting for their business. Until next time.